This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Oh, we're doing something brand new tonight. Oh, and this, usually I like to keep the mood lighting just real dark, ominous, so you can't really see uh, my fat face. But I, I realize I got I got the stream yard up tonight to do this live recording of the blathering exclusive to my Patreon supporters. We call them patrons, but that's going to give me this, this like four, four light, foreground light, key light, whatever you want to say. It's now live. It's going to, that's going to distract me. I also look like I've, this might've been the worst mistake of my life. I, I don't know what's going on here. Hey, some people are watching live. Here's the deal. I'm kind of pressed for time tonight. And when I do the episodes of the blathering uh, on uh, my OBS and then I download and then I put in the nice fancy uh, road volume, uh, road uh, recordings, and then I sync them up and then I put that onto YouTube and then I load up the podcast. That's, that's sometimes a four hour ordeal. And I got to, I kind of got to move faster tonight here. Uh, so uh, I just said, uh, decided, you know, I love, my, my patrons and why not do episode 58 of the blathering live for a couple of them and uh you people like mike finker here trey t is here and and ranger donald is here and i love that and and i love hanging out with all of you here so if you you know i i also want to do some live blatherings to the public facing uh a storefront and and do some live kind of q a kind of stuff here so that's that it, 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 so so practice i guess is what i'm saying Oh, this is fair. I, I love doing things live, but I feel like I'm definitely over uh, a, a canyon and I'm, I'm doing a high wire act, but I don't have a balance bar. And that's kind of fun. It's kind of exciting. Uh, and also, I swear to God, I've been trying to find the 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 uh, l controls on my laptop here to, to make the screen a little less bright. And I press the button that it is. Like, oh, do that. And it, no, some other like, oh, do you want to do this thing pops up? It's driving me crazy. Brian Taylor's here as well. <sighs> Let's move on. Uh, but I'm live. I want to prove that I'm live. Uh, recording at 8.02 in the p.m. Pacific time on a Tuesday night. And I'm trying to get the update. Let me get to the latest tab here. Exciting news. There's a lot going on in the world. Uh, Ted Cruz uh, caught on uh, audio recordings. Uh, with the uh, Maria Baratoma. Do you remember when, when she was called the, quote, money honey? And I'm not saying that the, that's the most appropriate, non-sexist term to describe a professional newscaster, but she's gone bonkers, and she's MAGA all the way, so I don't care what we call her now. Uh, but uh, Ted Cruz and her on, on audio, I'm, I'm watching that story tonight. We got the Russian Minister of Defense yesterday going, I don't know, I, I guess World War Three might be coming. What are you going to do? It's like, well, you're getting your ass kicked, so that's what you're going to say. All that's important. All that's neat. Uh, a lot of things in the world to be concerned about, as always. But um, free Billie Eilish is what's live right now. Okay? What is live right now. I'm trying to get the update. Live as of 24 seconds ago, a protester, though this person on Twitter misspelled protester in the hashtag, protester has climbed the KTLA Tower in Hollywood. That's on Sunset Strip, kids. That's right. 
77 Sunset Strip. And he's got a sign and a guitar. One of the sign, one side of the sign says free Billie Eilish. And the other say MK Ultra Sex Slaves Donald Marshall Clones. You had me on the first one. The second one, I'm more intrigued, but I want to find out. And uh, by the way, I I, I think uh, Billie Eilish is great. I, I if, if we need to free her, let's find out why. Is her brother the one in control? That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing people. I'm going into the comments on Twitter. And people right now are like, yeah, her brother, Phidias, we always suspected. Yeah, one nutball on a, on a radio antenna shouldn't be enough to convince you that that's a bad situation. But maybe I'm missing something. So I don't know. I want to know. I want to know. Uh, Trey T. Live and Chet says, get Burt Burton on it. Uh, get Burt Burton. Burton, uh, uh, Burt Burton, of course, is the traffic um, correspondent of SEN who, uh, who, who is uh, currently on uh, YouTube shorts on my channel. Not a lot of people watching. Check out those shorts. Anyways, so if anyone listening to The Blathering tonight live knows why we need to free Billie Eilish and there's any credence to this claim, I want in on it because I think she's a talent and I think maybe, you know, let's just get ahead of it now versus what we did to Britney for years, which was build her up, tear her down, drive her crazy to the point where she shaved her head and destroyed a car. And then we mocked her until we all realized, oopsie, we, oops, we did it again. Uh, let's save her. So anyways, uh, update that. That's to prove I'm live. That's me holding up a newspaper. You know, that's me holding up the, the Harry Truman has lost, but he actually won thing in that in my mind brian tiller uh who's listening along says just saw that too the security landing bags in that place well well the thing is too uh if anyone's in, from socal or familiar with socal protester drama the ktla tower which is lo located sunset strip but just a little off the heart of hollywood it this happens a lot i can't remember the last time offhand someone would have to fact check me this is live so i could be wrong but this happens every couple years Someone climbs up that tower to make some sort of point. I don't know if it's ever worked, but we'll we'll check in on this guy too. But Twitter's a fascinating place. I love going into this here. A lot of blue check marks responding, and I did kind of want to talk about that. Uh, oh, here it is. Yeah, that's someone. Yeah, I see what you're saying, Brian. They put up the the jump pad. Hope and you know it might be a little little far. You got to be an athlete to hit that. Oh, this could be this could go bad, which is why I kind of. Maybe we all should just watch. If there was a live news feed that I could get to easily, I would uh, I would absolutely do that. Someone has their Twitch link to talk about it live. I don't want to put them on my show. I don't want to. I don't want to do that here. Uh, one of the again, so many things to talk about. And, and feel free if you have any questions. I'm not saying. Oh, by the way, I need to open up my drink for tonight since we're doing this live. I really don't like this lighting. Is killing me. Let's lower it a little bit here. Why? There's got to be some controls I'm missing. But the keyboard controls on this gaming laptop, it's like the one that says, make your screen dimmer, doesn't work. I think it's because it's in StreamYard. Here, let me try this. Let me try this. You guys, oh, nope. Turn on carrot browsing. The fuck is that shit? I don't want that. All right, here we go. What am I drinking, you ask? Malibu cocktail peach rum punch. Not a sponsor. Uh, warm take, says Mike Fink. Nothing wrong with Billy. Some weirdo lost it and is getting loosey-goosey. That's probably accurate. I want that. That's what we're going with. I don't think there's anything wrong with Billy Eilish. And, uh, you know, if we need to form a brute squad to save her, we will. But if we need to just get this person to jump down and uh, hit uh, the jump, uh, jump pad, 
kind of would be okay. Not a sponsor, but this is left over from uh, a little gathering I had Saturday night. And let me tell you, if you ever get the chance to just gather some of your good friends over, light a fire, uh, everyone stands around, no one brings you gifts or any of that stuff. We all just kind of get to bask in each other's warmth. I, I suggest you do it. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I uh, In the years past, I've had bigger parties, like 50 plus in number. I've put on big parties. My 40th birthday was quite the ordeal at a, at a, at a restaurant. A friend of mine helped me plan this party at a restaurant. I did this big podcast because it was turning 40. It's in Knapsack Files here on this very same feed. Now the Knapsack Network. Check it out. Not that you care. Uh, that's all great. But I, I had a smaller group over. I had a smaller group over. But the problem was the all these uh, wonderful, dedicated friends, smaller in number, they didn't bring a smaller amount of food or drinks over. And I have a tendency, if I'm hosting a party, I, I don't know if she's watching live, but our listener, Ball Drop McGee, I bet she's this way too. If, if I'm hosting a party, five or 50 people, doesn't matter, I want you to show up and have so many snack options. Dare I say a plethora. A plethora. I, I Three Amigos reference, anyone? Okay, damn it. I don't want you to go to the snack table and want. I don't want any lack of a snack to, to color your enjoyment, excitement, comfort of the party. I once went to a, a wedding in a beautiful location in Topanga Canyon uh, where all the hippies go to die in L.A. And there's, a, there's an inn out there. A lot of people have weddings at this inn. And it was a beautiful ceremony. It was a wonderful, gorgeous outside ceremony. Bunch of tables. And, and it's like a split level thing, right? So it's you would think... Um, you would think they'd be inconvenient, but it's kind of, there's like a second tier, lower tier. It was a beautiful ceremony, beautiful views, a babbling, I, I, I say a babbling creek. Should have been just a great wedding to talk about. The food and the, the food tasted marvelous, marvelous. Such a lack of amount of food that all of us were angry and all of us got really hammered. This was a party where a, a, a good friend of mine, we still talk about how drunk he got at this, at the wedding reception party. And it wasn't his fault. He's not a lush. I don't think he is. Maybe. But we all had like the equivalent of three bites of the main course because that, it, it was tiny portions. And maybe it was for cost. I'm not inside these people's uh, checkbooks. Uh, who does? Does anyone do uh, money on checkbooks anymore? You shouldn't, but maybe you do. I'm not in their their bank accounts. I, maybe they needed to cut the costs. And maybe it was like, we can give you, we'll give your guests just a taste of the food, not the whole thing. But that, so I don't want, that's in my mind. And and, and Will McClain live in chat says, I agree. It's all about variety of snacks, something for everybody. And that's where I'm at with that. So even for this party, I, I took a Target credit card, free money from Target, right? They don't come collecting that at all, right? Someone tell me how credit works. I went to Target and I stocked up little mini packages of Nilla wafers, Chips Ahoy, uh, individual boxed uh, 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 cheese, the goldfish, cheesy goldfish, you know, because we're still kind of in, it's for some people post-COVID, but really it's COVID. 
I don't want you reaching your grubby, dirty hands into a bowl of Cheez-Its or goldfish or anything or M&Ms on my watch. So I, I went out of the way to get individually packaged goldfish, little tiny cartons. Got all that. And then I had said in the email, hey, you know, if you guys want to bring something, bring something. Everybody brought something, which speaks to the their quality, to their stock, their fiber of human. But then they all left the party. And now going on four days, all I've had to eat is pizza, donuts, Nello wafers, chips ahoy, goldfish, and all I've had to drink is alcoholic beverages and some water, like legally. And I'm slowly dying. Mm. I just dripped all over myself. It was amazing. Mm. Ah. That's what we do. Chewy Chips Ahoy, yes. Brian Tiller asked in chat. Chewy Chips Ahoy. So I'm dying slowly because of what I'm eating. I want to talk about the blue check mark thing. I've never had a blue check mark on Twitter. Never had one on Instagram. I do have one currently on Facebook. I think I still have it. My my professional page has one. I've never wanted, I never had one. I never really actively wanted one, but I did kind of need one. And it's been interesting to watch this final last crashing uh, era of, of, of uh, and chapter of Twitter happen in front of us here. I don't, I don't know if Twitter will ever go away. It's, it's, it's impossible to think that, but there was a time when we were all on the MySpace spaceship and we're like, this thing ain't crashing. And though technically it's still there, same with Friendster. Like you look around, you're like, this is, this is, we all go to MySpace and share our profile songs and share our blogs. This is the best thing ever. And now, now we have a top 16. This isn't going. And that thing was gone within a year or so. Uh, so it can, it's, it's possible. It's possible that we are going to be experiencing a post Twitter world, which will be insane. Insane to think, because it's been something that's absolutely changed society, right? For better, for worse, a little bit of both. And that would be interesting to see because nothing can quite replace it. Instagram, sure, but it's a different vibe. TikTok, videos kind of becoming the town square vibe, sure, but there's nothing quite like, um, nothing quite like what Twitter is still. It's truly more than just a town square. It is, it is how we function, whether we want to admit to that or not. And uh, yeah, and, and Mike Fink points out in chat, chat uh, Zuck uh, pivoting for the metaverse to AI. Uh, Facebook's a great example. I've told you the story before, but when I got invited into uh, Facebook, I, I think it was, it was called Facebook, but it was still kind of referred to as the Facebook. Um, I got invited, you know, he had to get invited in. It's like 2006. And I thought, this is done. This is not going anywhere. This is, and then it goes to the heights that it reaches. And then it's still going strong. If you're 66, um, and don't think, um, Trump did anything wrong. You, you, you still go there. Uh, or sometimes in some cases less, but I think it's possible. We're, we're looking at a, at a Twitterless future. It's insane to think. And this week is, it's just kind of shown. What it is. And by the way, the SpaceX launch also kind of proved why Twitter might be going to. Twitter is the launch pad that's about to be destroyed, uh, I think is the case here. And um, the, the blue checkmark thing is an interesting thing because it's such a microcosm of just what the last 
five, six, seven years have been. It's a necessity for some people. Like I said, I never necessarily wanted one. I didn't feel I needed any sort of validation, but that's the thing. It wasn't validation. It was protection. It was authentication. It was, I am who I say I am. No one else can say that they're me. I am reasonably skilled in the areas that I uh, am, uh, you know, claiming on my profile. It me. And if you see the fraud cases, you see the amount of people. This happens. Um, and it, it happens with, with like, like uh, I've seen a lot in recently in, in pro wrestling where some top tier pro wrestlers, WWE stars have had to tweet out, hey, folks, I will never DM you and offer you money for favors or anything like that. That's not me. That's not me. That's one of the reasons we have to have this kind of authentication. Uh, but to see how over the years um, it morphed into something more. And to see right now this week the amount of people, again, if you're out there and you if you feel the need to pay eight bucks a month to get uh, Twitter blue and verification, I really do, I don't think that should immediately cast you as a villain. I'm not one of those folks who's going to say, oh, you, you, you immediately got to be mega and everything. You, you, don't, you don't know the scenarios around it. Maybe it's a business. Um, maybe it's someone who needs this kind of protection. And I will say this, it's needed for at least in my industry, my space. I'm in several industries out here in, in, in Hollywood, but it, it's, it's needed because this is how this, it's a certain kind of currency, right? I've been in the meetings where names have been in front of us of who we might hire to come in to host shows or work on projects and people go to the numbers and they go to the subscribers, they go to the followers, they go to those numbers. I'm not saying that's a good thing, by the way. I'm just saying I've been in those meetings and the blue check mark makes a difference. It's a professional difference. It's a currency we all kind of created. And I don't necessarily think that was the original intention of it, of any kind of verification across any kind of platform, but that's what happened. And then two things started to happen. A gross misunderstanding of what it meant. The, uh, the idea that the, the, especially when you look at like uh, folks on the left or Hollywood elite, the, the, the blue check marks, right? Ooh, a check mark is telling me how to live my life type of attitude started to spring up. And that happened on one side. But I will say this on the other side. I, I will say, I said this on the side. There's a lot of people who were in entertainment industry uh, uh, industries, who were uh, creative types, who did view the check mark as some sort of step to elite them. Elite them? Elite level? I like elite them. It sounds like some sort of word I made up, but also sounds like a forgotten element. We'll go with it. It's, it's live and I'm sipping rum and I just had a donut. So fuck it. Elite them. <laughs> I think I meant to say elite level. And you could see the arrogance build. I don't think it anyone's, anyone's fault, but I know, I knew folks that hired publicists and paid thousands. That's thousands is in multiple thousands of dollars to hire publicists to get them verified after they couldn't. And I applied several times, applied several times, uh, didn't get it. And you know, all, all equals out in the wash because, but I, I, I felt it did kind of, not hinder me from directly from jobs, but it, it, it kept me out of a, a certain level, right? 
Now, I guess we're all on that level. Hey. But I watched as some people just put so much stock into it. Some people I worked with, some people I knew. And that, the natural reaction to that was that there was, if you wield that blue check mark as some sort of uh, status, beyond just it's it's a tool to protect my identity, uh, to protect um, my career in some kind, if someone hacks uh, you know, comes up with a fake account and puts it I don't have a lot of those, but there's a lot of accounts that are like Ken's ponytail has an account. Drunk Ken has an account. Uh, these are not things I've done. They're just out there from the Schmoes days. N- you know, you're not going to look at the Ken's ponytail account and think it's me. But if someone tweets something and say, saying it's me, you can see the problem. You guys are smart. You get it. But to see that the flip side, the other side, um, I saw, and I, I tie it to Star Wars and what I, what I went through with the show conversation. And, and this is why I'm not blaming anyone who had a check mark and kind of felt it was important and more important than it was. I'm not blaming anyone. That's their journey and their reaction. But the flip side of that was the, the people that have risen up and look at where we are now. Go into threads about the check mark conversation now on Twitter. And it is folks who do not understand its purpose, its original intention. And again, sometimes things begin one way, words and phrases begin one way, and they end up another. And you have to maybe adjust. This is what I've always talked about, the, like the thin blue line thing. I, I understand maybe in some people's heart where it begins, but that's not where it is now, right? And so to stand behind that symbol means something else than when you put it in the back of your truck 10, 15 years ago, right? You have to adjust. So the blue check mark to a lot of people did become something else than what it was intended. It became this status. And it became this, oh, you think you're better than me. And that coincides with this rise and everyone having access to, uh, to, to platforms to get their voice out. Everyone having access to just say what they want and be it, have it be it treated as correct, right, the way. And you don't have to be an expert in the field. You don't have to be a, uh, you know, infectious disease expert to have a, a valid opinion on anything. You just got to say it and, and you just, in some cases you go on a news network and say it, right? Uh, but those people at check marks. So it is to watch that happen. Reminded me a lot of what happened when um, Star Wars and pop culture and movie talk became a cultural battleground. This is that 2017 into 2018 range. It was all nice and easy when, when good old simple force awakens came out. And I mean, simple in a great way. It's a direct fun movie. People liked it. Rogue one. People didn't like it as much as they remember now, but it's it's a billion-dollar movie. And then Last Jedi comes out, and it challenges people, and it is a little different. It's one of my favorites, uh, but it challenges people, even the, with the fans with the best of intentions. And this whole subsection starts buying to the lies, starts just, just misreading the film. And then if you look at someone like me on a show that you used to watch every week, and here I am going, oh, yeah, no, I love that film. I love what they did with Luke Skywalker. It's very much Luke's character. No, it's awesome. It's wonderful. And you don't like it, and you're of, your, you're of a certain, I'll just say it, you're of a certain intelligence level. My positive words rub up against your thoughts. And then this narrative emerged of, well, of course people like Ken are saying this. Didn't you see their Instagram photos? They were at the premiere. They got f- they got free access. They got early access. Oh, and that's why they're doing this. This is the definition of, of, of shill to these people. So that narrative starts. 
That narrative really starts to take off. There's three dumb fucks in Wisconsin on a YouTube channel that help spread this kind of narrative, not directly, but they open the back door to it, which is one of my big pet peeves. When you, when you, uh, I'm innocent of saying anything. We just put some thoughts out into the world. And then you're, you're not held. You don't get, no one gets to hold you responsible for what you put into the world. And so that was part of what's happening. And then you had all of this us and them stuff. And this wasn't just the fans and the haters of Last Jedi. This was podcasts of a smaller level. A lot of it actually came from them. And these are maybe even folks that liked The Last Jedi. And they would come after us or they'd say things about it. They'd talk shit about me behind my back and it would get back to me. About how, oh, they think they're so big because they get to go to the premieres. It was part of our fucking job, man. If you can't understand what press is, what movie press is, and why we have access. The premieres are fun. I got to watch Lawrence Kasdan eat tri-tip. I got to pass within one foot of Amelia Clark. Great moments and memories. Yes, yay, yay. But I've said this stuff before. It doesn't affect your viewing uh, experience, uh, positive or negatively. You still have the uh, professional wherewithal to take it as as you want to take it and then go on your shows and talk about it because more people around me talked uh went on and gave gave those movies negative reviews than they did positive reviews they still got access because the access is not a privilege it's part of the job we get access you go to press screenings i think i have some press screenings coming up soon for some movies and i don't even cover marvel stuff and everything it's to you got to go shoot this stuff and edit this stuff and your production crew has to have time to do this so the videos can drop on the morning the movies come out that's the nature of the job and yes there's a little wine and dining yes because they want you to have a good time you're seeing less and less probably because of budgets they used to take reporters out to hawaii and they'll do zip lines and it's to promote uh, you know jumanji or something like that uh that happens less and less um, that does, I think, just money more than anything. But even that was part of the job, wasn't access. But so many people, so many well-intentioned people viewed the simple fact that uh, I was on the red carpet in a Darth Vader suit at the Last Jedi premiere as me thinking I was above them, that what I said directly affected my access, and that's why everything I said was positive, so they didn't take anything I said in face value. That is reminding me exactly what's been going on and what has been going on for a while, especially since Elon took over, of the blue check mark stuff. This entire society of going, well, how does that fucker know? Well, he's an infectious disease scientist and doctor. That's probably why he knows more about the vaccines and COVID than you. No, not me. What does this blue check mark make him better than me? Take away the check marks, make them pay. And you're seeing this disaster strike. And I just am watching it play out and watching and going to the comments, going to the Billie Eilish thing. I'm in it right now. Almost every person responding has a blue check mark. It's insane. It's insane. And they all think that they now have some sort of access. That there's some sort of uh, Twitter Illuminati now. It's not true. And it's just been, it's been, it's been, I don't want to say driving me crazy. I've just been watching it play out and thinking, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. 
this is where we're at, where, uh, you know, an absolute fuckstick like Tucker Carlson finally gets some sort of consequences for his actions. Now, I think he'll end up on his own network. He'll end up on Blaze TV. He'll end up on Newsmax. He'll, he'll run for office. Who knows? This could be the real beginning of his villain origin, or origin story. But for now, at least there were some consequences for something, even though we don't might not know the specifics. But going to the comments on that, I, I've, I, I, I don't always do that. And I say off Twitter uh, on, on an on a hourly uh, basis, but I went into the, some of the stories of, of Tucker's firing. And the absolute nut jobs there with blue check marks now, they're eight, $8 a month badge, who don't want to believe reality, who think they're above the facts, uh, who are willingly and unwillingly, I think, destroying the fabric of our society by believing a lot of this bullshit. It was the deep state. It was this. It was, and this is, it's all in the same ballpark. I, re, I, I just said this tonight at dinner with someone. I absolutely think you can trace, you can absolutely trace media illiteracy to how someone like Trump got into office. You can absolutely trace it. Here's why it's important to talk about it. Oh, my God. Rancher Donald says, now the blue check mark is just a way for Elon to get his money back. You paid for Twitter. Kind of, but he's got the same. Yes, but he's got the same vibe. He's he missed the entire point, whether willingly or, or, or just willfully ignorant or he just he's just being a fuckstick. He absolutely did not understand the value of it. Again, he's someone that you, you show him a piece of, of, of media, a film or a TV show. I bet he doesn't get any, 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 is no clue what's being said in that piece of art. And it's all relative. It's all relative. And it's all kind of scary. I think that's why I've been focused on it a little bit more than some of the outside threats. Uh, I, I always have an eye on, on, on Ukraine. Um, a little less these days, uh, which is unfortunate. I just got busy and lost track of it. But it's like, you, I've always got an eye there. Sudan, I've always got, you got to have an eye on that. And that's going to affect everything. It's a delicate balance, a, a true ecosystem, a symbiotic circle, as Obi-Wan Kenobi would say. But then I look at us here. I look at Twitter and it's not just here. It's worldwide. But you look at the Twitter. That's, that's, the, that's the threat. The call is coming from inside the house, I think. That's the problem. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't even know where I was. I did not know where I wanted to go for this live show tonight. God bless you all for watching. And this, God bless it, this peach rum punch, it's too good. I don't, not a spawn. I, I just love peach flavor. And it's, it's not the actual peach flavor. It's synthetic peach. I've, owned, I've tried to own that over the years. I like synthetic peach flavor. 
What are your other flavor, favorite flavors out there? Is it synthetic grape? Synthetic pomegranate? And the audacity of these food scientists to just be so good at recreating flavors. I wonder if there's, it's hard to see here. I wonder if this Malibu, I don't know. I wonder if there's any, like 2% real peach in it. I don't know. Doing some comedy Friday night. And I'm excited to get back on the stage locally here in Burbank, but it's a, it's a, it's a five minute set. Excited to do it. Uh, I'm, I'm by coincidence at the venue, the same, the same time as a, as another group of performers that uh, some, I, I, all, I know all of them, but I, you know, used to work with them. I have nothing to do with the show and I'm, I'm trying to find a way. And I guess maybe just being direct about it. So here it is live on a show. There's some folks that have tweeted me about it as if I'm going to be on it or as if I know anything about it. And I don't, but I'm trying not to be an asshole about it, but I'm also trying to draw the lines. I don't, I'm not part, I don't play for that team anymore. I wish them well and I hope they win the Super Bowl, but that's not my team anymore. So go support that team. If you want to support my team, I'd love you to consider it. And I let, I let it get to me too much and I don't take it out on the right people. I take it out on the people who just don't know. Right? How do you handle that? If you're in chat, let me know. Let's make it a, I'll ask you a question. And you give me an answer. But all right, in the time we have remaining, for the time, um, for the time, uh, Brian Tiller says five minutes in chat. Yeah, I got I got a five-minute set Friday night. That's what they do now, Flappers. You get about five minutes. Um, but that's good. Happy to announce, I, I have the audio. And I'm excited to announce that I, I will be, I just got to find an audio engineer to, to get this right. Uh, I'm going to be releasing uh, a comedy EP based on the stuff I did in London. Uh, the sounds great. Uh, it turns out I was relatively funny. And that's enough to release it. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. All right. In the time, in the time we have remaining, because uh, I do have uh, some stuff I got to get to. And one of the things I think I'm, I think I'm going to try to work out today. Do you, do you ever just eat so badly over the, over, over a stretch of five, six days that you just think, What's the point? I should just give in. This being hard of breath, getting up the two steps to my house, this is my life now. And I should just give up, enjoy more of this Malibu peach rum and call it a day. But I think after I record this, before I do my night work, which sounds, that sounds dirtier than I want it to sound. I think I'm going to work out. And then maybe, you know what, I'll find out more if we need to free Billie Eilish. If anyone watching live has any questions for me, now's the time. I want to see how this works. I think there will always be a blathering uh, podcast version and regular version, but I'd love to open it up to a little bit more live to the public side Q&As. I just feel I'll get the – I'll just I, – I worry about some of the questions I get. There's so many people out there obsessed with um, – obsessed with the past and past working relationships I've had that I understand it. But I think I think I I think I um, I think, I, I, think I, I hesitate to go live for a larger audience because of that stuff. Sometimes I can ignore the questions, but there's some. It's just because it, I want to not clear the air. I just want to clarify for everyone. Like I said, we're all on different teams now. Root for all the teams, or root for one of the teams, but don't don't keep acting like we're all on the same team. It's it's a, it's an interesting situation. Brian Tiller says. Um, Yep, I had chips, string cheese, and strawberries for dinner. But see, that's the that's a that's a well balanced meal. Uh, chips or the roughage, string cheese, it's some sort of protein, strawberries, uh, some healthy fruit, right? Some healthy sugars. 
Ranger Donald says, um, <laughs> Ranger Donald supports this team. And he says the team might be like a Detroit Cleveland team at times, but I'm a lifelong player. I'll take that. I'm a mistake by the lake. Uh, you know, I'm a lovable loser you're rooting for. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take that, Ranger Donald. The other teams are, you know, they're winning titles by default, and it's okay. I think I think what Brian Tiller's saying here in chat, live chat, is is great. A, a chip, string cheese, and strawberries for dinner. That's not unlike something I think the French would eat for breakfast. And thank you again for all of you who acknowledge that I am a well-seasoned world traveler now and an expert on all things uh, of France and England. Um <laughs> I am not. Uh, but I think I think we the key, Brian, is we need to find ourselves content with a meal like that. I had a little bit of chips, which is kind of fun. I had the string cheese, which I don't find string cheese. I like string cheese, but I don't ever pull the strings off. I just eat it like a cheese stick. Does that make me weird? Or are you guys the weird slowly pulling string strings of cheese off like you're torturing it? slowly one at a time i think that's the more deranged way and then strawberries for dessert that's a well-balanced meal i've got to get to that point i had dinner at a mexican food restaurant tonight that i love uh kind of a business meeting slash dinner and i sat down i told myself you know what you got the chips and salsa that's gonna take you far Tonight's the night you order one small little appetizer and you don't bloat yourself and you don't cause yourself uh, um, uh, pain uh, emotionally and spiritually, physically. And then and then the waiter comes and I'm like, uh, four taquitos and a quesadilla, please. And I'm wrecked. All right, responses are coming in. Thanks for everyone following me on this experiment. I don't know if we'll do this all the time. I feel like I'm being watched. You're being watched. Um, uh, Trey T says, how, do, how did you eat that unsliced Paris pizza? Uh, I sliced it. Trey, I grabbed a goddamn knife and right there at my plate, right there at my table, I sliced up the pizza for Grace and I. I'm not some sort of monster. I thought about giving up and just spooning out the cheese with fork like it was a bowl of soup cheese. Which I probably could have done. But no, that's what I did. I cut it. The, the hard part was the crust because it's still like a normal pizza crust. They don't give you like a pizza knife or pizza scissors. It's like, here's a table knife. Go crazy, American. Uh, Will McLean. Uh, oh, let's, Brian Taylor says, string puller here. Little OCD. <sighs> okay. I'm trying to. Yeah. I need, I need people to weigh on on this. I just. I like. <laughs> I like to feel the cheese in my mouth, all right? I like to have the weight of the bite remind me that I've just taken a huge bite of cheese. And the strings don't fulfill that, all right? Is that weird? Yeah. Totally is. So I don't judge you for your strings. I just like to take a bite that means something, you know? I'll I'll down a, a string cheese uh, stick in three bites. Ranger Donald just says, I pull it until I get bored, and then I just bite it. Trey T says, I bite string cheese in half, two bites and done. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. 
Related to uh, my other problem there, Will McLean says, tough situation. You don't want to be an asshole, but you would think and hope that people would put things together and be in a, on a different team. If I am, if, if there, if I have not appeared on a YouTube brand for a long time and I'm not appearing on live shows that are, that are containing a lot of people, at some point you just got to assume all right, he doesn't play for them anymore. You'd think. But again, it's it's that thing of of, of I, I show up, like if I was to do this episode of Blathering live to my entire YouTube audience, <laughs> my large YouTube audience, there'd be someone in chat, like you guys have been around before, going, hey, where you been, stranger? I haven't seen you since Collider. And that's just kind of probably what's happening. They're not clued into all the details of my life. By the way, I'm not giving them any details because there's it's there's no drama. There's some people out there now, there's, there's, there's a video I saw pop up that, that's just obsessed with a lot of the drama back in the day for the brands I worked on. And it's let me share my experience of it and everything. Let it go, man. Let it go. If it gets you clicks and money, I guess more power to you. But it's, it was just a job for a lot of us, and I don't play for the team anymore. Um, but yeah, to your point, well, I, I, I start to get a little grumpy. Maybe it's unfair. Maybe I just got to find, and I thought, someone tweeted me, and I tried to be as nice as I could. Oh, I'm not aware what that show is. Good luck. Enjoy it. Awesome. I got to go do my set here in another room in Flappers there. So I don't know. Maybe it's it. Maybe that's it. All right. All right. Um, let me take a sip here. We hit 40 minutes. I don't know. This. I'll be honest with you. This episode of the Blathering feels okay. I, I think I spent... Too much time on the blue check marks and not enough time on World War III potentially happening. I, I think that's why I feel a little uneasy. I just I just watch I watch so many people, you know, hate tweeting Jason Alexander going, What's what's up, George Costanza? You can't afford eight dollars? No, of course you can afford eight dollars. It's not about that. It's not even about the principle. Or the principle of having the check. It's the principle of you dumb fucks. I think I have the blue check mark because I think it matters to me in some sort of status symbol. It's really about something more than that. Anyways, I think I got lost on that too much. I apologize. I apologize for that. That's on me. That's on me. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be more productive. There's so many things I have to do this week creatively just to kind of scrape by. And I'm happy to hang out with all of you here. Right? I think. I'm going to put this public face into YouTube and I imagine people are going to be like, what happened? Now he's got a pink beanie and he's just drinking some sort of rum drink lost in the, I don't know. This is what happens. I have since Saturday night, I have had nine donuts. It's an ungodly amount of donuts. And I love donuts. You all know that. You bring that little pink box over. You put that pink box down. My fingers start twitching. I start wanting the, start wanting them donuts. Unless they're the coconut ones. I toss those ones out. I did throw one of those away. I just want the donuts. Grace is like, are you, are you going to get rid of the donuts? They're in the way. And I'm like, I'm not spiritually there yet. I think by tomorrow morning, I have to spiritually be there. I have to spiritually separate from the donuts. That's going to be tough. Folks, go to my website, kennapsack.com. 
support me on Patreon. By the way, I've got the Hope shirts. I really love the Hope shirts. I want all of you to love the Hope shirts. If you just bump up for a little bit on the Patreon page, three months, you get the Hope shirt. I sound like a used car salesman. I sound like a home shopping club network host. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Also, a bunch of stuff on Stream Elements. You can go link below to the Stream Elements shop. Join Team Zuck. I'm, I'm finding a way to put the Pop Rock and Radio stuff up there, too. I'm running into a, a logo quality uh, issue. Um, so I have to fix that, but more stuff on there too. Anyways, I appreciate you. Appreciate what you do. Um, oh, we got one question. Here we go. What's your favorite donut? <sighs> what is my favorite donut? I have to give a general answer because there's a specific answer. Bob's Donuts at the Farmer's Market, 3rd and Fairfax in Los Angeles, where I used to work, has a buttermilk glazed donut that's made of like cake. It's not like a donut. It's like a mini cake, but not – it's it's just buttermilk glazed. It's amazing. But that's very specific. If you're just going to a random donut shop and you're filling up the pink box and you're like, oh, Knapsack and his pink beanie is going to be at this party. Let me see if I can get him one donut. Get me something filled. This one donut shop I go to in Burbank, it's got a blueberry filling in one of its donuts. And it's just to die for. And I go to the window often and I'll say, hey, do you guys got any, you got any of the blueberry filling in? And the, a lot of times they look at me and just go, yeah. And then they hand me something and it's, it's like raspberry. Rapsberry. And it, it's just, it disappoints me because the blueberry one is, is my favorite. So there you go. Any, But I'll take any kind of filling because, again, the blueberry specific uh, in a certain sense. Custard? Ooh, yeah. I'll go with that too. Ranger Donald closes out by saying, do no donuts taste better than pink box? Yes, they do. There's a lot of those like high end, highfalutin blue check mark donut spots in every city. We got some out here. I think one of them is called sprinkles. Ugh. And people will be like, Oh, you like donuts? Have you gone to sprinkles? You have to wait in line for three hours. You don't draw a number. You just actually have to fill out a little pad of paper about uh, your emotional reasons for wanting this donut. Then maybe the shopkeeper will give you the donut. It's to die for. It's a gourmet. That's the blue check mark of it all. That's where maybe I understand the people. Where I'm like, get your high status donuts out of here. I'm going to stay down here in third class into this Titanic uh, in steerage and enjoy a pink box of donuts. Yes. It's similar. It's similar to when I go into a convenience store or a gas station store and I see a wedge sandwich. The fact that it's low quality makes it that much more good to me. That's it. That's the episode. Bye.